Her internal organs cannot even be identified. She's like a being of some other species. She is not. She's simply not human, Mr. Hastings. Mel stared at him, trying to grasp the meaning of the words. Meaning would not come. He uttered a short, hysterical laugh that was like a bark. You're crazy, Doc. You've completely flipped your lid. Dr. Winters nodded. For hours during the night, I was in agreement with that opinion. When I first observed your wife's condition, I was convinced I was utterly insane. I called in six other men to verify my observation. All of them were as stupefied as I was by what we saw. Organs that had no place in a human structure. Evidence of a chemistry that existed in no living being we had ever seen before. The doctor's hands rolled over him like a roaring surf. Burying. Smothering. Destroying. I want to see. Mel's voice was like a hollow cough from far away. I think you're crazy. I think you're hiding some mistake you made yourself. You killed Alice in a simple little operation, and now you're trying to get out of it with some crazy story that nobody on earth would ever believe. I want you to see, said Dr. Winters, rising slowly. That's why I called you in here, Mr. Hastings. Mel trailed him down the long corridor. No words were spoken between them. Mel felt as if nothing were real anymore. They went through the white doors of surgery and through the inner doors. Then they entered a white, silent, cold room beyond. In the glare of icy white lights, a single sheeted figure rested on a table. Mel suddenly didn't want to see, but Dr. Winters was drawing back the cover. He exposed the face, the beloved features of Alice Hastings. Mel cried out her name and moved toward the table. There was nothing in her face to suggest she was not simply sleeping. Her hair disarrayed, her face composed and relaxed as he had seen her a hundred times. Can you stand to witness this? asked Dr. Winters anxiously. Shall I get you a sedative? Mel shook his head numbly. No. Show me. The great, fresh wound extended diagonally across the abdomen and branched up beneath the heart. The doctor grasped a small pair of scissors and swiftly clipped the temporary sutures. With forceps and retractors, he spread open the massive incision. Mel closed his eyes against the sickness that seized him. Gangrene, he said. She's full of gangrene. Below the skin, the surface layers of fatty tissue, the substance of the tissue changed from the dark red of the wounded tissue to a dark and greenish hue that spoke of deadly decay. But Dr. Winters was shaking his head. No, it's not gangrene. That's the way we found the tissue. That appears to be its normal condition, if you will. Mel stared without believing, without comprehending. Dr. Winters probed the wound open further. We should see the stomach here, he said. What is here where the stomach should be? I cannot tell you. There is no name for this organ. The intestinal tract should lie here. Instead, there is only this homogeneous mass of greenish, gelatinous material. Other organs hardly differentiated from this mass appear to be where the liver, the pancreas, the spleen should be. Mel was hearing his voice as if from some far distance or in a dream. There are lungs of a sort, the doctor went on. She was certainly capable of breathing, and there's a greatly modified circulatory system, two of them it appears. One circulates a blood substance in the outer layers of tissue that is almost normal. The other circulates a liquid that gives the remainder of the organs their greenish hue. 
but how circulation takes place we do not know. She has no heart. Mel Hastings burst out in hysterical laughter. <laughs> now, now I know you're crazy, Doc. My, my tender, loving Alice with no heart, she used to tell me, I haven't got any brains. I wouldn't have married a dumb reporter if I did. But so, I've got a heart and that's what fell in love with you. My heart, not my brains. She loved me, can't you understand that? Dr. Winters was slowly drawing him away. I understand, of course I understand. Come with me now, Mr. Hastings, and lie down for a little while. I'll get you something to take away the shock. Mel permitted himself to be led away to a small room nearby. He drank the liquid the doctor brought him, but he refused to lie down. You've shown me, he said with dull finality. But I don't care what the explanation is. I knew...